Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I am a licensed psychologist here in Georgia, and it is time for the TT Time with Dr. Tarver. It's a wellness podcast. It is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health provider. So welcome to this third week in October. October is a month of transition, and we are in this series, Relax, Relate, Release. We talked about in week one, that spiraling cognitive anxiety and how we get on those just obsessive rants in our minds where it's hard for us to stop overthinking things. Last week, we were talking about experiences that shape us, that make us just being uncomfortable sometimes in spaces with other people and the, just the commonness of social anxiety and how it can affect us. And this week, we are going to be transitioning into I think a topic that comes up a lot for me in my sessions with people, and that is these comfort zones that we like to stay in, these fears of transitions and making changes. As we discussed, we're in this month of transition, but a lot of us actually are very uncomfortable with transition, and we find adjustments to be really difficult for us to make. And we're going to talk about some reasons why I know some of you have probably at some point in your life stayed in a relationship much longer than was healthy for you, stayed on a job that wasn't benefiting you and giving you what you need, needed, um, not moved on something because you were fearful, like, oh, all the other people are doing it. I'm not going to be good at it. I just don't see that working for me. And then had some regrets about why you didn't actually take that risk. And so today we're going to jump right onto it, into it, uh, but I'm not ready. Fear of leaving our comfort zones. So what is the comfort zone? The comfort zone is our safe space. This is a place where we typically have a lot of, um, I think, comfort in the existing of it because it's low anxiety, it's low stress. And so that's why it's comfortable for us, right? Like, uh, you know, people may refer to it as your safe space, but it, it is your space where you, you really just don't have to deal with a lot of things that make you get, you know how you get that feeling in your chest. It might be that anxiety or up your spine or you're just uncomfortable. Like, eh, I don't like that. Like when, when um, somebody hands you a straw with no wrapper uh, and, and they put it in a, in a napkin, but their hand is still touching the straw and you're like, mm, yeah, I'm good on that. Right, so the comfort zone is when we're in our little bubble and that bubble protects us. Um, it, it's in, and don't get me wrong, we can be productive in our, in our comfort zones. We, we, in addition to feeling safe and secure, we actually can, can get some things done. Um, but what ends up happening over time is we stop progressing. And so you end up getting stagnant because no matter what you're doing, if you're not moving, if you're just being still at some point, stagnation is going to catch up to you. And so we end up getting complacent. Uh, and so it is the, the ways that we talk ourselves out of doing anything different because we're like, mm, but I like it. I like it here. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen if, if I move in a different direction. And we, we don't push ourselves to, to have to grow. And we stop asking ourselves questions about, who we really are, what am I doing, right? Those fundamental questions, who am I, am I who I say that I am, and am I all that I, that I can be? 
And oftentimes when we're in that comfort zone, the answer to that is no, because I'm not actually pushing myself to, to get any further than where I am right now. So why? Why? Why um, do we like to stay in comfort? And, and most of you could probably answer that with, without me even have to say anything. But, um, but, but really for us, it's easier. It's a space where we don't have to fail. It's a space where we don't have to deal with things that make us uncomfortable. We get to block out these things that, and, and often I, I, I try to tell people, don't look at things as good or bad. Um, but, but in our mind, all of the bad things, all of the negative things, all of the uncomfortable things are in this space over here where I don't want to move to. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay here. Uh, even, even if I'm not getting what I need, but, but I'm going to tolerate the things that I'm, I'm dealing with because I, I am so fearful of moving in this other direction. And again, this could be relationships. This could be jobs. Um, this could be you even starting a new endeavor in your life, but we just have a hard time letting things go. And I know this is particularly true when it comes to relationships and jobs uh, and, and stuff. Actually, we have a, a hard time letting things go as well as we've discussed before. We like to hoard people and things. We don't like grief. We don't like having to let things go. We don't have, we don't like um, that, that unknown, that anxiety that we get when we're not certain of what that next step is going to be. A lot of us, uh, even though we may not necessarily want to admit it, we like to have that controlled space. Um, this is why we have privacy. This is why we have boundaries. This is why uh, a lot of you don't even let folks in your house because you want to have that comfortable space. And whereas there is room for us to have spaces of comfort and solitude and safety and security, we don't want to control everything to a place where everything is comfortable and safe because again, then we're not going to be moving. We worry about making mistakes. We put such heavy weight on decisions that we feel like, what if I make the wrong one? What if, what if me moving is actually worse than where I am? And you all have heard before, the devil I know is better than the devil I don't know, indicating I know what this is. Even though this job, they don't pay me what, I, what I'm worth. I can't move up. I'm not going to grow. But I know them, and they know me. If I go somewhere else, then I'll be starting over. What if I'm rejected? What if I don't make it? What if I fail? And so I stay in my safe space because I'm fearful of a potential outcome that may or may not even happen. And also that I don't think about that, hey, if I move and I don't like it, I can always make another move. I'm not stuck in this decision. This isn't long term for me. This doesn't have to be where I stay forever. But in our minds, that's how we think of it. And whenever you put that much weight on a decision, that much weight on thinking about making a change, then of course, you're going to be reluctant to do so. Um, I, you know, I think a lot of times for us, we think our situation is going to get better. We think this relationship with this person is going to get better. They used to be so great to me. I want to get back to that place. It'll get there again. I just need to hang in there with it. Uh, this job used to value me. The manager was better. We'll be switching managers at some point. I just need to hang in there with it. Uh, eh, I want to start my own business, but I want to buy um, some real estate, but the market, the way it's looking, eh, let me just wait uh, and, and, and let me get my finances in a better place and let the market Right. So we, we keep waiting because we think that something is going to happen to us. And that's one of the things that unfortunately keeps us stuck is that we feel like, OK, there's going to be some signs. I know of you. A lot of you are like, 
uh, well, well, God's going to show me or things will line up and I'll know, I'll just know. And, and we're uh, putting ourselves in positions to be um, not active participants in our life, right? So we're in this place of waiting for things to happen to us instead of making things happen for us. And, and that is one of the unfortunate side effects of the comfort zone because we're, we're looking for someone else to be able to have an impact and effect on our lives. And, and, and that may or may not happen. There is no guarantee that something or someone is going to show up and do something for you if you are not an active participant in your own life. Um, we, we, I think, struggle with this notion of that we're giving up. So a lot of times if we leave that relationship, if we leave that job, if, if um, we're not interacting with that family member in the, in, the, in the same way, then we think, well, I've given up on this person. I've left this person. I've abandoned this person. I've abandoned this job. That's not my work ethic. I don't, I'm not a quitter. I stay with things. And, and we need to actually think about that mentality of that it is quitting if I did decide to do something that's actually better for me, that's healthier for me, that gives me more opportunities. Is that quitting or is that looking for opportunities for growth? But nonetheless, this notion of us giving up is also something that keeps us there. And we are so worried about what will happen when we leave something. <laughs> uh, we do this a lot in relationships. Well, I don't want this person uh, to go on and be better without me. If I'd have stayed, I didn't did all this work. I didn't put all this time and effort and energy in. And then all of a sudden you come up after I leave because I done done all that. I ain't letting up for somebody else benefit from all of the work that I've done. And, and we'll say this about jobs as well. I put in all this time. Um, I'm this close to uh, um, being able to get vested or retire. And, and again, don't get me wrong. You have a goal in mind because I'm all about an exit strategy. You have a goal in mind like, hey, I've done eight years. I'm going to do two more to get to this retirement. And then I'm going to move on to this other thing. Then by all means, follow your plan. But some of us, we are continuing to make and a endless deadline of leaving a place when we know we're really not going to leave. We just say we're going to leave when really it's not going to get any better. It doesn't matter how much work and time I put in. This is literally killing me, harming me, um, taking away from what I need and who I am. And so I need to just leave, but I don't want to because I keep thinking it's going to get better or I, or I don't want to have put all this work in and, and, feel like I'm leaving with nothing and I think that's the thing is a lot of times we feel like well I need to have something in hand to leave instead of I'm enough to leave um, whether I have something in hand at that time or not but I have a plan in place for where I'm going um, we don't realize our worth and and the reality is that's an across areas is that we don't see ourselves as good enough we don't see our value and because we don't see our value we stay in situations that don't value us we stay with people that don't value us. We are continuing to, to um, beg for things and ask for things and, and you know, you're in those meetings at work and you keep on bringing up these issues, but they're never resolved because the truth is, this is not the place where you're going to get that need met. And so uh, you really need to leave, but you're afraid to, right? And a, a lot of these things um, end up coming back to fear. So what do we do? What do we do to not stay stuck in this place, to get out of having to feel comfortable all the time? In other words, how do we get comfortable being uncomfortable? Um, try different things. The reality is 
as long as you stay with the familiar and all of the things that are safe and comfortable for you, you're going to continue to be fearful. You have to push yourself to do things different. And I'm a big proponent of fear hierarchy. So I just kind of rank things in terms of what's the most fearful to me in terms of change and doing something different and what's the least fearful. And I start with the least fearful, like, eh, you know, I don't like trying new restaurants. I go get the same thing all the time from the same place, right? So maybe I'll try start with trying a different restaurant and doing something different. If I don't like it, it's okay. I tried it. Um, and, and that's a, you know, pretty mild example, but a good one because it's often a good place to start because then I build myself up and then I'll start noticing, well, actually, I like this thing. And the more success we have trying new things, guess what? The more likely we are to continue to do new things. So you just need to start somewhere. Um, Apostle Sybil Sloan told me once, she said, just move, sis, move. <laughs> um, she literally had me get up and move out of the chair I was in. It made me very uncomfortable. But essentially what, we, what she was saying is sometimes you just have to have a start. You don't have to necessarily know where you're gonna end up. You just need to move from where you are. Um, organize things in different ways. Sometimes we just get really linear in our focus and we get very narrow in our focus and we're just looking at things the same way and maybe I need to do things different. That may be in my home, that may be in my office, that may be in my relationships, that may be how I prioritize things in my life. I might need to just move that a different way, go a different route. <laughs> Right? Like we are creatures of habit. Um, go a different way. See something different. That may spark something in you. And again, it sounds really minor, but these things really do add up to be big things because maybe on this different route I took, I may be able to see a different perspective and it may actually inspire me to move. Try harder things that require more effort. We like easy. The stuff that we're good at, I'm good at it. Oh, I can do that all the time. But Sometimes we need to actually try things that are hard that we're not good at so we can practice and get better. And that expands our horizons in terms of things that we're able to do. The thinking patterns that I talked about before that, uh, the devil I know is better than the devil I don't know. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Other people are doing this. What if I fail? I don't want to be alone. I don't want to leave this person. What if I don't find somebody else? Um, what if I'm not giving this enough time? I don't want to put all this effort in and, and abandon everything that I've done. Those distortions we need to address. If I think that I am not going to be able to get better, do better, be better, then I'm not, right? Because what we believe affects how we behave. So it's important that I challenge these distortions and replace them with things that are more accurate. It is going to be hard, it is gonna be difficult, it is gonna be uncomfortable. There have been times I've been uncomfortable in my life before and I've been able to get through them. What are some of the things that I did, right? So taking those steps and again yeah when I'm uncomfortable guess what affirmations and breathing and meditation and mindfulness and visualization and a support group and therapy my favorite um, and music for some reason humming and singing actually can alter how you're thinking about things yoga laughter doing things that give you meaning and purpose a gratitude list something that is just kind grounding Seeing yourself being happy in this different place, muscle relaxation, releasing your stress through physical activity, all of these things can help you learn how to manage that discomfort that happens in our nervous systems when we are just not feeling secure. And we'll do those things while we take these steps to be different, to do different, to have different. Move. Take a step.
it gets easier. The more you experience the discomfort, the easier it gets to manage it, the more comfortable you get being uncomfortable. But most importantly, be well.